This is the Fed and Fit Podcast, starting your week off with motivational thoughts on real food and fun fitness activities with Cassie Joy Garcia and co-host Carissa Talbot. Remember our disclaimer, the information and opinions shared in this podcast are solely those of any given individual and not a substitute for medical advice. And here are the ladies. On this episode of the Fed and Fit Podcast, we talk about how to turn ideas into reality via our five-step process, the foods that are in season right now, and ideas on budget-friendly outdoor workouts. Good morning, Carissa. Good morning, and it actually is morning. (laughs) sometimes we record and it's not the morning but I'm drinking coffee it's morning time (laughs) yeah I have I have an empty coffee cup sitting next to me I'm kind of wishing it had more in it but sad (laughs) yeah well I'm glad to have you back I want to hear all about your vacation and uh, Martha's Vineyard (laughs) I know I saw some photos and it just looked beautiful it was very picturesque Um, very very nice I had a, an interesting, I had a rough start to my vacation. You know, I really needed the break and to relax. And I had a couple flight changes I had to make. Um, and each flight I was on, you know, one had maintenance issues. Another one got stuck on the, the runway for a long period of time. So instead of being able to, like, walk from one plane change to the other, all day long, I was like on a plane and then running, <laughs> on a plane and running, and then on a plane. And then when I got to Martha's Vineyard, they had left my luggage in New York City. So I didn't get my luggage till like the next day at like four o'clock, which was, which was a little, a little rough. But I will say, you know, having a good attitude and being friendly and happy goes a long way. The uh, flight attendant at the airport was so pleasant, and you could tell she was having a rough day, and I was just patient and kind and nice, and it paid off. Um, She made sure I got my bag, and uh, when I came back to get on my flight home, she asked me me to save my receipts from stuff that I needed to buy because, of course, I didn't have anything with me. Um, and she went ahead and just put in my refund and I'm going to be getting a check in a couple days. So I don't know. It's just, you know, there are some people that are just, um, you know, you see them in the airport, you know, they're really stressed out and they're frustrated and they're snappy and it's like that. It doesn't serve you or the people around you or your purpose or your goal. It's just, you know, everything's going to be what it's going to be. Just relax, people. <laughs> yeah. And be kind because, you know, being a being a flight attendant or working, you know, behind the counter or any of those jobs, is it's very taxing. And I can't imagine, you know, oh, man, those girls, they go through a lot and boys. So mm-hmm. just be nice. Everyone just be nice. Yeah, you so. know, it goes it, it goes <clears throat> back to the age old rule. And this is something that I really do live by and I keep it twirling around in my brain on a regular basis. Um, But I feel like a lot of bad attitudes, 
you know, that we project out into the world come from a place of us feeling like we have it harder than everybody else. And so, you know, and so we deserve their sympathy, their pity. Um, We constantly just think that, well, I've got it tougher. And if you just assume, my age-old rule is, if you just assume that everybody is fighting a harder battle than you, you know, it puts you, it just, I I think it's a humble reality check. Yeah. Sure, you got a lot going on, but there are folks out there who, you don't even, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes and behind the And everyone has stuff going on. Everyone's got to be somewhere. Everyone's trying to get to their flight. Everyone wants their bags, you know, it's no different. You don't, yeah, you don't know what's going on in someone's life. And <laughs> the the safest default is, like you said, to be kind and patient with others. And you never know what that's going to mean to somebody. So yeah. that's, that's great. I'm glad you had a good trip. I did. After all of that happened, I ended up having just the most relaxing time. I slept a lot. Um, I read a lot and I ate a lot like I put myself into a food coma every day good food (laughs) not bad food except on my last day I did so there's a place in Martha's Vineyard that's been on like the food network and it's been like featured on blogs it's this place called backdoor donuts Uh and it's in Martha's Vineyard and you know I didn't want to gluten bomb myself on vacation because the last thing on vacation you don't want to like feel sick or uncomfortable So my plan all along, and I had planned this out, was to, on the morning of my flight, was to go to Backdoor Donuts and buy a donut and then eat it on the way to the plane. (laughs) Because I figured being on a plane isn't that comfortable anyways, and, you know... Might as um, well add insult to injury. (laughs) I might as well. If I'm going to do it then, I would rather be bloated and, uh, you know, it didn't matter. So... Let me tell you, I just got a plain glazed donut, although I did look at everything else there, and uh, let me tell you, those bear claws were calling my name, but I saw how giant they were, and I was like, I can't, I'm just here to have a donut, Carissa, you don't need to go crazy, so I just got a simple glazed donut, and I enjoyed every single bite of it, it was absolutely delicious, I can still taste it now, this is the problem, this is why you don't do this, because then... All I'm thinking about now is the donut. Um, But, you know, I did okay. I didn't have as bad of a reaction as I thought I was going to have. I definitely had a reaction, but it wasn't, you know, awful. Um, But, you know, sometimes... You just have to do things like that, and it was yeah, delicious. Little, so little. When my sister, Samantha, my youngest sister, Sam, mm-hmm. um, she is actually graduating from grad school this coming weekend. So as when this episode airs, she graduated. It airs on Monday. She graduated yesterday, <laughs> um, and she's uh, she's at Seattle University. And two years ago, I can't believe it was two years ago, but I drove with Samantha. Um, from San Antonio, Texas, up to Seattle. And we took our time and scheduled a nice long road trip and made strategic stops. Because um, I just, she wanted company for the ride and I was happy to do it. And I still remember um, we, we scheduled a nice long, you know, driving layover, so to speak, in Portland. And we went to Voodoo Donuts there in Portland. And unlike you, I did not just get a glazed donut. (laughs) Sam and I walked in and our eyes just like bugged out of our heads. And we ordered a dozen of their like crazy various ones. And really what actually happened, it was really 
gluttonous and not very responsible, but we took about a bite of each of them. <laughs> uh, hey, that, that's a great way to do it. That's a great way to it do it. It was fine. You know, we definitely didn't feel great, but um, I bring that up because I just want <laughs> folks to know you got to live a little. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I clearly, I don't have celiacs and that kind of exposure doesn't make me as ill as it does others with an actual autoimmune disease, but right. um, it's a setback and it was, it's, it's one that you weigh, but that's great. Yeah, it was it was beautiful there, definitely. And I'm going to be doing a whole blog post on paleo, doing paleo in Martha's Vineyard, and or even just gluten free, and because I I ate a lot of different things there. But um, yeah, so if anyone that's nice. happens to be going on vacation or anytime, they can check that out. So hopefully have have that up in a week or two. Good for you. Don't you love making content? That's like the favorite part of my job. It's it's fun. <laughs> it really is. I'm eating all the food now. Right, and I have to write about it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that today. How that fits into the process, exactly. the five Love step it. process of turning ideas into reality. That sounds like your doing work phase and your research <laughs> phase. <laughs> so, Cassie, what is up with you? Oh well, I'll make it quick because I want to get to the meat of the show. But uh, my garden is starting to produce. Which is very thrilling. I, you know, some of you have commented and sent me notes that you enjoy hearing updates about the garden because I must sound a little insecure about bringing it up so much. I really appreciate that validation. Thank you so much for sending me those notes because I'm really excited about this garden. Um, It's starting to produce, I feel like a proud little mama. My cucumbers are doing so well. I've already clipped six. Uh, cucumbers that are about eight inches long. Ooh. It's amazing. I'm just, I mean, it's, it's very I hate, exciting. I don't want to get cheesy, but it really, it's like a miracle. It just yeah. helps. It makes you realize just how precious food is and what a miracle it is. It's amazing. It came from a seed, soil, water, and sunshine. It's just incredible. Um, so that's exciting. I am currently reading hashtag fed and fit book club. <laughs> I'm currently reading a book called into the light by Dr. John Lerma. Um, and if you've never read this book or haven't listened to it, I really encourage you to, if, if, um, you enjoy getting goosebumps and hearing stories of angels, uh, doctor, Ooh, it's, I it's, like that. It's beautiful, Carissa. Dr. Lerma, just to give you a quick insight on this book, um, if you're not familiar with it, Dr. Lerma actually works, I don't know if he's still there, um, but when he wrote the book, he was working at MD Anderson in Houston in the terminal patient ward. And he's this young, vivacious doctor whose you know, mission in life is to help ease people's passing. Um, and make them as comfortable as possible, not only for their bodies, but emotionally um, provide that support. And it's his story after witnessing hundreds of people die. Um, What he's essentially done is he has taken all of these data points as a scientist and wrote about some of the most interesting stories surrounding people's deaths. And he writes about specific people, a nine-year-old little boy, um, who's just like this incredibly enlightened soul and, and then a, a Nazi, uh, someone who was a, a Nazi general um, in World War II and was in charge of um, some of these concentration camps and talking about these people, like what they go through right before death. Anyways, it's fascinating. And the, the, the thread that ties it all together is um, the presence of angels and forgiveness. And it's just really beautiful. Recommend that. Um, and then lastly, update. 
By the time this episode airs, I will be on Periscope. I'll have my first few films up there so you can check me out. Periscope, if you haven't heard of it's it. about before. time. <laughs> I know. Uh, Periscope, if you haven't heard about it before, is essentially like live YouTube. Um, there's really no editing that goes into the video. It's kind of like I just turn on my little camera and you get to see a piece of my life. Yep. We're going to be doing some fun things so you can check it out there. Um, but that's what's going on. I'm really excited. So, about Cassie, what's your handle going to be on Periscope? Oh, thanks, Carissa. These are the things that I don't think about. <laughs> um, you can find me at Fed and Fit, F-E-D-A-N-D-F-I-T, just like the podcast you're listening to. So you probably already knew how to Perfect. spell that. <laughs> and I was thinking sometimes, I was actually going to talk about this, Cassie, because I've been on Periscope for a minute. And um, I was thinking sometime we should both... Uh, we should periscope us recording the podcast. That I would be fun. totally Live. agree. I think that's a great idea. Be so exciting. So, <laughs> this is yeah. so much fun. Periscope's really, really fun. Um, and a lot of people are getting on it. And um, it's definitely the new the new social media craze. Yeah. And it, it's, it's really nice. Actually, I love... So Tim Ferriss has been doing these live Q&As that are just amazing. It's mm -hmm. crazy. Well, he's on Meerkat, isn't he? Um, he's, on, he's on Periscope. Oh, he is on Periscope. Okay. Yeah. In case you're curious, Periscope is owned by Twitter. Mm -hmm. um, and Meerkat, like the animal, is a similar live streaming app um, that I think it's independent right now, but they both do similar things. I'm also on Meerkat, but I haven't quite figured that one out yet. So Yeah, I think, uh, I think Periscope's going to end up flushing them out unfortunately. It is, it's, it's kind of big dog it's probably yeah. going to eat meerkat eventually but it's nice to yeah. root for the other one too it is it is all okay. right so i am super excited about our topic today um because it's all stuff that i need to hear for myself but that i'm also happy to give my input on as yeah well. <laughs> you know it's something it's a never-ending process it there's, is there's something that you learn when you start to really and a part of our process which we'll talk about in a little bit is you know, interviewing people who are doing what you think you want to do. Mm -hmm. um, and at every single level of success, you guys, whether it's somebody who has achieved um, the goals that you are setting ahead of yourself, you feel like they're, they're already there, they're the experts um, in whatever it is you want to do. If you ask them, they will tell you that they are still in this process as well. Turning ideas into reality is a never-ending circle, and you're constantly going back and refining. So, you know, don't think that I'm talking about this like, well, this is how I started a blog and how Carissa and I started a podcast, because I don't really feel like I've actually, I mean, there are accomplishments, but I don't really feel at the end of the day that we're done with anything. You know, this is a never-ending process. So we are in this conversation with you. Just like Carissa said, it's something that she needs. It's something I need too. And it's something that I have to keep my mind in. And it's fun for Cassie and I to come together and put together both of our ideas on this and share it with you guys and then for us to hear it from each other. I mean, it's it's good for everybody. So It is good for everybody. This is probably what we talk about more than anything. Me, mm -hmm. me and colleagues, me and <laughs> colleagues, that's Good grammar. Uh, <laughs> uh, when we talk offline, you know, to be honest, this is what we talk about. It's yeah. not like what what do we think of um, butter versus ghee. You know, we talk about well, who did you interview before you launched X? 
Right. You know, things like that. So it's interesting. So new ideas that you might want to bring into reality can include, because I want this to be all encompassing. And I want you guys to realize that this applies to a lot of situations. Everything. It could be that you want to start a blog. You know, you've got an idea for a blog and we've talked about it before on this podcast. If you've got an idea or a passion or a story you want to share, go do it. One of the members of my team, Mm -hmm. Kelly, uh, shout out Kelly. Kelly um, wanted to start. <laughs> hey, <a> Kelly. <laughs> she wanted to start a blog, and she didn't need my encur- my pushing or encouragement. She was going to do it anyways. But I just think it's so awesome. If you want to go check her blog out, it's eatthegains.com. Um, but she's doing a great job there, and she just did it. And she kind of went through some of this process too. And she's also still in it. Um, achieving financial freedom could be an idea that you want to bring into reality. That's a big one. And I keep thinking that one day I'm going to bring. Austin, my fiance, on the show to talk about that because that's really his area of expertise. Uh, Maybe you want to open a restaurant or maybe you want to open a gym. Maybe you want to right-size your health. These are ideas that you can make happen. Uh, Maybe you're a musician and you want to produce your first CD. I know know another expert who can talk about that, Miss Kimberly Dunn, my sister. Um, You could want to start a YouTube channel like yours truly. I'm working on that right now and I've been working Mm -hmm. in this process. Uh, You might want to become a certified nutrition consultant. I know a lot of listeners here are either in school, thinking about school, um, or you have graduated, but that's a process. Um, Or maybe you're just planning a wedding. Not just, but maybe maybe you're planning a wedding. That's also a process. Or like our pal Superman, or Spider-Man, excuse me, that we had on a little while back. He just had an idea, and he, he bring it to fruition. So, I mean, yeah. Exactly. Anything. Anything you want. Okay, well, then let's get to it. So the five-step process for making your dreams and ideas a reality. So number one, um, if you want to dive into this, Cassie, is get to the bottom of why before how. You want to dive into that for us? I'd love to. This is probably the one piece that I actually feel the most passionately about. Um, And if you listen to my interview with Mary Shenouda, uh, the paleo chef. It was episode number 23. You kind of get a, you get a flavor of this, but it is crucial that you analyze why you want to do something before you start thinking about how you're going to do it. Ideas are great, but why do you want them to come true? If you don't fully understand why something is important to you or why the world needs it, your motivation behind that idea you know, when it comes time to putting in the work to actually make it happen might fizzle out. So um, a personal story here, a new project manager on my team, her name is Michelle, asked me recently, and Michelle's, I was telling Chris a little bit ago, she's a dear friend of mine for a long time, and she can ask me those tough questions Mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to my business. But she was like, she asked me, she said, what is the number one question you ask yourself before you make a decision about something involving your business, meaning fed and fit. And mm-hmm. the answer I gave her, she said, was not what she expected at all. She thought it was going to be something like, will this grow my company? Will this help me reach more people? Will this, you know, make me more money? And you know what, to you guys, the honest to God answer that I gave her is the thing I ask myself over and over again before I do anything from write a blog post, publish something on Instagram, or come up with a podcast is, will this actually help someone? Yeah. 
And the nature of that question alone uncovers why I am doing what it is I'm doing. That is my why, is to Mm -hmm. help people. And to help people is my motivation and what keeps me going. Ideas and inspiration are fleeting. You know, I want to do a holiday book. Yeah, that was a really fun project, but why did I want to do a holiday book? It was not to make a product. It was not to help monetize my hobby blog, which is what it did. That was a, definitely a consequence and one of the one of the reasons why I needed to do something like that. But I did it to help people put healthier food on their holiday table in a way that still felt like Christmas and Thanksgiving, you know, and the only thing that really lasts is the why. So before you jump into any of the research or the doing the work or actually publishing things, you need to understand why you're doing something. Yep. And I always say, you know, if you are doing something that genuinely comes from your heart, the success will follow that. Absolutely. People, people can, the the sniff test doesn't take long. I mean, they can sniff out authenticity pretty quickly. And that's one of the reasons Mm -hmm. why I think it was important for, you know, so us doing the podcast, why did we want to do the podcast? It was so that I know that there are people out there, myself included, I identify as a consumer. I enjoy consuming information on a podcast. I love it. I love listening to podcasts on my drive. And that's easier for me than reading a blog post. So that's why that's why I wanted to meet people where you're at. And so you, I can deliver information to you in a way that makes it easier for you and ideally help you out. Yeah. So, you know, exactly. Like people, and they can, they can tell when you're being genuine. I hope you guys, if you're still listening to this podcast 24 <laughs> episodes later, you probably don't think that Carissa and I are a couple of phonies. And so, you know, like you said, true passion. The snorting is real. I mean, what can I say? <laughs> it's all real. I hope you can, I hope you can see my heart because I, <laughs> it's really there. Okay, sorry. I could talk about that one all no, day. No, it's good. It's good. Okay, so number two is laying or lay the groundwork. Mm-hmm. Lay the groundwork. So mm-hmm. this is all the preparation to doing the work. Do this, the homework. Mm-hmm. It involves mm-hmm. seeking mentorship. We'll talk about all these individually in just a second. But seeking mentorship, doing your homework, and making a plan. Okay, so when it comes to mentors, I think about this quote. You guys, if you're subscribed to my newsletter... <laughs> Or if you're a member of my Fed and Fit project, you know that all these, every email I send out now, at least for the project, involves a quote. Yeah. I'm a quote junkie. Um, One of my favorites by Isaac Newton. If I have seen farther than others, it is by standing on the shoulders of giants. So when it comes to mentors, they're crucial. Every successful person that you interview or that you read an interview about I guarantee you they have surrounded themselves with mentors or people who they perceive as having, you know, being better at certain things or smarter or more experienced. Surround yourself with those people. Is there already somebody out there doing something that you think you want to do? And if so, reach out to them. You you might be shocked by the response you get. I have been blown away. I will just, every once in a while, I joke that, Sometimes I'll just have an extra cup of coffee. It's like an extra cup of courage. And I go on this wild spree of emailing people these questions that I was maybe intimidated to email thinking that they would just ignore it. What's the worst thing that can happen is they ignore it, right? And they respond. It's just amazing. So seek out mentorship. Um, 
Number two, do your homework. Like Carissa said, research all the ins and outs. Um, you know, if you're starting a new uh, healthy lifestyle, this could be researching the gym schedule, one that's going to really be compatible with your family and your work. Um, researching financial implications. Yep. What's it really going to cost? to um, open a restaurant or what's it really going to cost to host a blog? Um, There are ways to do it free. There are ways to make it really expensive. So do your research. That is how you figure out the best path for you. What's the equipment needed? Um, So for a podcast, for example, you know, what is, what was the, what were the the costs and equipment needed here? Well, we needed headphones. Um, We needed a call recorder, which cost a whopping $30. Mm -hmm. Um, We needed (laughs) Skype, which, you know, just so you guys know, we're just, we're just recording on a Skype phone call. It's really easy. And then there's hosting and that's actually pretty costly, but it's worth it for me. Um, to be able to provide this for you guys. And I know it's worth um, definitely Carissa's time as well. So, um, and then I think it's, yeah. And I think it's important to note Marie Forleo, who is a, um, I guess you could, uh, what does she call herself? Just a a business coach, an entrepreneur coach. Yeah. Um, And if you don't follow her, start following her, whether it be on Facebook or Instagram or check out her blog because you know, she does have programs that you can pay for, but she also has a lot of great free information on there. Uh, it's just great. It She's is great. truly motivational. I like to consume uh, Marie's information via email. Her newsletter is Dynamite. And mm-hmm. I also really appreciate her YouTube channel. She's got Marie TV. Yes. Um, and that's, that's lovely. But one of her favorite sayings is that everything is figure outable. So keep that in mind. You can figure out anything. I know, and this is part of your homework, is figuring things out or how to make them happen. I am now personally editing our shows, our podcast. I I edit the sound bits and I I had to learn how to use GarageBand. And those of you who actually use GarageBand are probably like, well, it's not that difficult, Cassie. But it was really intimidating at first. But you have to have that attitude that everything is figure outable. I can figure this out and I can do it. You guys just one foot in front of the other. Exactly. You do one thing at a time and eventually it'll all snowball. Okay. Last. So once you've got your mentors mm-hmm. and you've done your homework, then you've got then you can then you can have a plan, right? Exactly. Then we make a plan. So remember, this is all under step two: lay the groundwork. Mm-hmm. Um, part C is make your plan. Now, footnote: this is important because I identify with this deeply, and I think it trips up a lot of people. I want you to train your heart's eyes to focus on the road ahead not the entire mountain, you know? So the analogy that I think about pretty regularly is let's say you're getting ready to hike Everest, okay? Uh And sometimes when you're taking on an enormous project, it can feel like you're about to hike Everest. Maybe you know that, you know, you need to lose 50 pounds. That is enormous, you know? And it can feel enormous. Um, Or maybe you want to write a book that can really feel enormous what you have to do just like if you're going to hike Everest is if you just stare at the tippy top of the mountain the whole way up you're going to trip and fall you're not you're going to lose your way you're not going to be able to see um, how to protect yourself as you go and pick the right paths um, and make it an enjoyable experience but if you keep your eyes on the road ahead 
yeah. and you generally point yourself in the right direction, you are going to get there. So the other thing too, like sometimes if you look at the whole mountain, uh-huh. it can be hard to even take that first step because you're paralyzed by fear. Totally. Because it looks so like I can't do that. There's no way I can do that. Like a little side note, personal story. My first year of college, I let fear stop me from doing much better work than I was capable of because I looked at everything in that way. I was looking at the top of the mountain versus like, okay, what are the steps I need to take to complete this class? And it was something I definitely had to learn the hard way because my grades were not matching up to my potential because I was so overwhelmed and fearful and I wasn't looking at those small baby steps. I was way up in the clouds somewhere thinking, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? So it's, it's important to, to really focus, you know, even if it's just a day at a time. Yeah, take it a day at a time, you know, and I, just to continue with the analogy, because I love analogies. We love analogies. Um, you know, you could think of it as today my goal is to get to this base camp. Right. You know, and when you get there, you celebrate your little butt off because yeah. that is a huge achievement. I don't want to belittle your work by calling them, I mean, baby steps are important because we want to we want to think about small, good, gradual steps that are still forward progress, but don't belittle the Mm-mm. progress that you're making. It's tremendous, regardless of how far away you are from the end yeah. goal. Okay, so back to making your plan. Yes. Um, I also <laughs> like to think in addition to, you know, keeping your eyes on the road ahead and not worrying too much about the entire thing ahead. It's also important to know that if it's not scheduled, it isn't real. Okay. And that might actually also be a Marie Forleo quote. I just don't remember. (laughs) I have a hard time (laughs) when something becomes your thoughts as well. You have a hard time remembering where it came from. Um, draft a doable schedule and then honor it, you know? So like I can make it to base camp at X elevation feet by next week. I know I can do that. Well then do it. And when you're writing your schedule out, if it doesn't feel doable and it's not realistic, then change it and make it realistic. My team and I were talking yesterday and we have a huge launch that we're going to do in the next month and a half. And we thought, well, what if we go ahead and go live on July 1st? Yeah, I could do it on July 1st, but some other things would have to be sacrificed and it's just not, that's not okay. So we're pushing it to August 1st and it's going to be fine. So make a schedule that you can stick to and honor it. And then my dad's advice here, I actually had breakfast with my parents this morning at their house. (laughs) um, And I asked them, because I told them we were going to record this episode and my parents are entrepreneurs. They built a company. They were both in their 50s when they started their company, which was a huge life change. You guys, it's never too late to chase Never your dreams. Late. Never too late. Um, and I was in college when they decided to do this, and that was a pretty scary time. Luckily, I had some financial aid, um, but they put all of their savings into starting this company. And I remember sitting in my dorm room writing congressional reports as part of one of their <laughs> deliverables to help them out. But I asked them, you know, what's your advice on this? Because they did it. They, they grew. It was eight years ago now from just the two of them to now they have over 100 employees. They're they're doing really well. It's built on their values, really strong family values. You know, how did you do it? My dad's advice was, of course, like we said, break your big goals up into smaller goals. But even more importantly, and this is why I really value him as a mentor, tackle 
things first that require less resources and then schedule your goals that require more resources for later, right? Yeah. So when you're first starting out, your resources are, one of them is your time, right? Um, you know, we could argue the value of your time, but truly it doesn't cost you any money to give your time. So give all of your time at this time, at, you know, and when you're first starting out on, on your making your ideas into reality. And then if you need a million dollars to make something else happen down the road, well, then schedule that milestone for later when you can build up projects that help fund and support that. So this all goes back into the thread of being realistic. My parents worked out of their homes for the first two and a half years instead of just investing money into um, an office space which would have been cool and they could have done it, but they knew it was more important to have financial stability to keep paying their employees at the beginning stages. So, right. you know, be really realistic with yourself on what it is you can do. If it's um, financial freedom, again, we'll talk about that later, but for for a restaurant, maybe don't spend all of your money on, on a billboard, you know, spend it on some uh, groundwork, social media campaigns, things like that. And then lastly, with your plan, most importantly to end on is to stay flexible. Yep. Right? You know, there's the whole joke, we make plans and God laughs. Um, <laughs> it's really it's really important to stay flexible. I, I do make very detailed plans. I'm very much a type A person, but I also like to joke that I'm a giant layback hippie. Yeah. This is something that I have to work on, but I, I make a plan and if something comes differently than I would have expected, you have to stay nimble and be able to go with the flow. And, you know, just to tie this back into that, that Mount Everest or, or looking at that big mountain, you may start off and that may even change. Mm -hmm, Your totally. big picture can totally change. So that's why it's important to, to stay focused. And like, like your dad said, you know, the most important thing is do what you can with what you've got and don't over financially commit yourself don't over you know don't just you know some people they can do that they just they quit their jobs and they just go for it and that's if if that's you that's great but um some others you know would feel good with just you know putting the time and dedication they have on the side to it and letting it grow into a point that they can do that so there are different ways to to go about it and just do what feels you know, right for you. And you'll know that. You'll totally. know that. You will know that. You know, for example, I'm constantly working on updates to the Fed and Fit project. The first one that we hosted was hosted on Facebook, you guys. It was it was a secret Facebook group, which is essentially free right now. Because um, that's what that's that's what we could as a company thought would be the best action to take right now. And now I am building um, behind the scenes, a custom database, like a really cool website that's going to be a really cool user experience. And that costs a lot of money, but and so it didn't make sense to do it before, but now it does. So don't get ahead right. of yourself and do not belittle your achievements as you go. Okay. Yeah. All right. Number three, <gasps> we're like, we're going to get this one under 30 minutes today. No, <laughs> it's not happening. Um, okay. So number three is doing the work. Take action. Yeah. I mean, do the work. Stop talking about it and do it. <laughs> Just do it, you guys. Like, do it. Um, so I think this is probably the part of the process that we as doers do not talk about enough. 
because it's not glamorous, it is not pretty, and it's not very exciting to do the work. You might feel like when you're doing the work, like you are spending a lot of hours investing in it and you may not feel like you have a lot to show for it and this is normal and it's a part of the process so don't get too antsy to see results because for anything to come true you really must make an investment in your time and effort first Um, and if you do not make that investment everything else will fall flat you know it's like um Oh, goodness. Let me come up with an example that doesn't give away too much of what I've got coming up. Um, uh, do you have an example? <laughs> um, well, I mean, so this is something that I that I need to hear because I have, like, four different projects going on, and I just need to, like, start. <laughs> I yeah. just need to start doing the work. And it's it's not fun. It's not sexy. It's not, um, you know, you just, you kind of have to just get your hands in there and start going. And this is where you really you're going do. To, yeah. And if you lay out these five steps on a timeline, you guys, yeah. doing the work takes up most of it. Most of it. That yeah. takes up most of the time. Okay, here we go. The- a lot of times you'll get stuck in steps one through two anyways, and then you'll never start actually doing the work. Yeah, so, and then you get to doing the work and you're like, holy guacamole, this is a lot. Yeah. You know, and then you just want to throw in the towel. Don't, like, stick with it, you guys. If you really believe in your why, yes. you can do this. You can make this happen. The work yes. that, here you go, here's an example. The work that I put in to, um, like, our, our podcast, preparing for a podcast you guys, sometimes for our 101 episodes, like alcohol and caffeine, and I forget some of our other Cass 101s. a lot of work. I put, yeah, you she guys. really does. I'll like, put in, it blows like, me away. I'm like, how, how much time do you spend on this? It's amazing. She's really good. She's well, really good. but you know, I enjoy doing the work. And this is really what I want to get at, is that if you really want, sure, it takes up most of the time. But if you really want to see your dreams into reality, you have to get to your mind to a point where you're going to enjoy doing the work. Just like in school, you got to enjoy going to school and enjoy that process. And that's yeah. all your attitude. You can change your attitude about it. Sure, yep. I might know that if I'm going to do a 101 episode, I'm going to have to budget eight hours to research and make sure that I'm giving you guys the best information that's out there because I don't want to stand by it if it's not the best. I won't put my right. name on it. And so I have gotten my my attitude wrapped around like, all right, yeah, tomorrow I'm going to spend eight hours researching and making sure that I've got my mind wrapped all the way around caffeine and how it works in the body, you know? So anyways, that's part of it. Doing the work can involve going to school, recipe testing if you're a blogger or writing a book, um, gradually eliminating foods from your diet so that you can eventually work your way to a healthier lifestyle. You know, mm-hmm. those are those are like those baby steps that are still tremendous. They're tremendous pieces of doing the work and it yeah. may feel like it's taking forever before you actually arrive at whatever your health goals are. Um, going to the gym three times a week, you're not going to see progress overnight. You're doing the work. You're going, you're showing up. Um, meeting with investors. If you have a project coming up that's actually going to require some serious monetary upfront. Networking is a part of doing the work. Going to conferences, calling people, emailing people, connecting on social media. You guys, that's work, but you have to think about it. You know, I, being on Instagram essentially is work. It's a part of my job description, 
but I love it. I yeah. love networking with you guys. I love answering your questions, responding to comments. Um, you know, it's all about your attitude. And then lastly, part of doing the work is taking care of yourself in the process. And I wanted to throw that one in there because it's really easy when you have like, you've hashed out the whys, you know why you're doing this, mm-hmm. you know why you're achieving this. You've done your research. You've got backing and accountability and you've got mentors that are like rooting for you and you know exactly the road to take and you are now in the throes of doing the work you're doing the research you're actually making these things happen it is all too easy to forsake yourself in that process I'm not saying it's bad to do that sometimes it's going to happen I've got a major project coming up and it's going to take a major toll on me but I know I know so many we have so many friends that have written books Mm -hmm. and by the time the book is done and has they their health condition is just not good yeah and it's you know doing something that's reaching these big goals and and doing all the work can take a toll on your body and sometimes it's going to happen um and then other times maybe it's best to do things at a slower pace if you can Um, But a lot of times, you know, you're under a deadline and it's about getting it done. So as much as you possibly can, taking care of yourself is so important. And if you have to, think of taking care of yourself as part of your job. I know the moms listening out there will really understand this, but part of taking care of yourself is so that you can continue to take care of your babies. Yeah. Right? And so I think uh, Oprah said something about... You know, if you're not, if your cup's not 100% full, you have no overflow to share with other people. Absolutely. So if you're trying to like, if your tank's under 50% and you're trying to also give other people and help other people, it's, it's kind of, you're, you're not giving people the best part of you that you really want to because you're not even full yourself. I love that analogy. That's a great analogy. That Oprah, do you think Oprah will come on the podcast one day? <laughs> You know, Kathy, (laughs) let me tell you. So here's what we're going to do. So we're going to go through this five-step process. (laughs) We're going to get to the bottom of the why first. Then we're going to lay the groundwork. So we're going to get some mentors. We need to talk to other people that have interviewed Oprah. Uh That's what we're going to do. We're Mm going to establish a plan. Then we're going to do the work, meaning we're just going to start emailing everybody we can. And, you know, we'll get it done. We will. I love that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Done. Put it on the list. We're going to get there. Okay, so number four. I love this, by the way. I love this one. Go ugly early. Yes. I. Yes. So one of my lifelong, uh, well, mentors for, you know, really my entire life up until last year when he passed away. His name is Tom Sheehan. Um, this was his hallmark piece of advice. Tom inspired so many entrepreneurs and really successful people. And there were two things that he always said. If you've got a hot idea, stay close to a heat source. Meaning, surround yourself with people who are going to be like, yeah, that's a hot idea. Um, And two, go ugly early. If you guys log on to my blog, maybe we'll link to it in this podcast. Um, My very first podcast, or sorry, my very first blog post on fedandfit.com a whopping five years ago, the title of that ep- of that blog post was Go Ugly Early. I had I wanted to publish my blog 
about a year before I actually did it. And um, I was doing the research, I was doing my homework, but at the end of the day, I was like, I had this big elaborate vision for my blog and I wasn't there yet. You know, I'd spent a year doing the work and trying to, you know, get my ducks all lined up. And at the end of the day, I was like, I didn't have, I hadn't been through this whole process enough to, and we'll talk about that in a second, to really get to the point where my blog was going to look the way I wanted it to look. And Tom sat me down and he was like, Cassie, just do it. Press, <laughs> publish, just go. It's going to be ugly. It's not exactly what you want, but you will never get there if you don't do this and start learning from your mistakes. So yeah. remember that your first attempt is not going to be as beautiful or as refined as your 100th but you have to start somewhere there. And also important to know, there are no new ideas, okay? Gary Vaynerchuk is another business guy that I follow. Listen to his podcast if you guys like really crude um, <laughs> business coaches. He's just really straight to the point. But he, one of his things that he says all the time is um, ideas are blank, um, S-H, you know, whatever, <laughs> I don't want to curse on the podcast because we've done a good job about not doing it yet. Ideas yeah. are blank. Execution is everything. Yeah. Right? Your That's idea true. is nothing. It, it is like nothing. There's no such thing as a new idea. Whatever you're thinking of, someone's already thought of it. Someone's yep. already out there doing it and they're working on it. Where you can differentiate yourself is in how you execute. And you're not going to get good at execution until you get out there and you start experimenting. So go ugly yep. early. Get your foot out there first. You will learn quicker from your yeah. mistakes, from publishing, than you ever will from hoarding all your pieces and trying to make things perfect before you reveal them. So, And I mean, a piece of advice I've given people in the past have contacted me about, you know, maybe they want to start a blog or whatever not. It's like you can go just put it out and it's going to be your low-hanging fruit. And it's mm -hmm. okay with that because you got to start somewhere. And you can just improve on it and improve on it. And then eventually it's going to be that, you know, top quality that you want. But if you don't start, someone else is going to start. And, you know, it's, it's like, just get it out there. Yeah. And I don't want you to feel like you're in a rat race. Okay. Because that's not, no. like, that's not fun. Um, no. There is, while ideas are crap and execution is everything, remember that a part of execution and a part of your end product is going to be you and yeah. how you do it. You know, the, Carissa and I are not the only healthy podcast out there that talk about food, fitness, and mindset. You know, we're not the only one out there, but how we do it, you know, is different. Nobody else is out there with our exact voices and our exact perspectives. So right. remember that you, you know, don't let the rat race intimidate you. Just get out there and start working. Right. Um, okay. So yes. Lastly, lastly, number five, regroup, refine and re-execute. I think you have become the queen of this through your fed and fit project. Cause I've seen you from the idea in your head to now and I'm like I'm 
I'm so excited for everyone else to finally see all this because it's like everything that's in your brain is now coming into reality. And it's like so exciting. (laughs) (laughs) It is exciting. You know, you guys, I can sit here and I can, I can write blog posts all day long. I can um, prepare for podcasts all day long because I really enjoy creating content. But at the end of the day, how am I helping people, right? That's my big why. I'm going to be able to help more people by putting it into a program, just like Carissa said. And I was terrified to do it. And if it hadn't been for Mary to really push me, um, I don't know that I would have made a schedule. So it's important. I, I went ugly early. I, I did my first one on Facebook and now we have an even better format on Course Beyond. But you need to stay nimble and ask for feedback as much as possible when you pub- publish something. So that means sending out surveys, asking readers, listeners, viewers, and customers for their feedback. We do that all the time on this podcast, you guys. You mm-hmm. remember all the times that we're asking you, give us some feedback, write us a review on iTunes, leave a comment post in the blog or on social media. Yeah. Like that is, that's us working in this fifth step. We're asking for your feedback so that we can continue to do a better job. Um, And then don't take offense and treasure every time someone has taken the time to provide you with their perspective. That is so valuable. If you guys do not enjoy what I'm doing um, or you think I can be doing something better, I like, I mean, we can buckle up and we are big girls and we're excited to have that feedback. And that doesn't mean that you have to use all the feedback you get, but it at least allows you with another vantage point on what it is that you're doing. So check your pride and be ready to make some changes. Mm -hmm. Um, And then lastly, prepare yourself to go again, you know, re-execute. You'll get better and better at this process before long um, and you'll really be realizing that you're in that continuous process of bringing ideas to reality. I am constantly reassessing my why. I am constantly laying the groundwork, doing more research, interviewing more people. I am doing the work constantly. That's probably where I spend the majority of my time. I am constantly launching things before I feel ready. You know, that's the go ugly early. And then I'm constantly asking for feedback. And you can do this. That's what we said at the very beginning of this episode. Everybody, even the, the people who in your mind right now you're thinking are like the most successful and they're doing like an awesome job at whatever it is, I guarantee you they're working in this process constantly. So just jump in, jump in it and you can start, you can start it today. Start thinking about your why. And once you really get that, jump into the next piece. So anyways, yeah. those, are, those are the five steps. And I know our listeners have lots of feedback on this topic. Um, because this is something that we all talk about a lot. So please comment any suggestions or ideas or whatever has helped you get to where you are right now so it can help others. We, we would love to hear what, you know, what's, what's your five steps? You know, how did you get where you are? Because, you know, we can all help each other by providing feedback on this topic. So... Yeah, totally. Um, and you know, at the end of the day, you do you. If you yeah. disagree with something here, that's, that's no problem. This is just kind totally of fine. what works for us. And this was the most benign advice we could give. There's yeah. there's a whole lot more to the process <laughs> and we could give really specific coaching on different things. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is, this is pretty much it. At the end of the day, you know, group hug, you guys, <laughs> whatever it is that you're dreaming of and whatever idea you have, whether it feels it already feels doable 
or whether it feels like a completely insurmountable task. Like there's no way, there's no way I'm going to be able to do that. You know, wherever you are on the spectrum, we're just here to tell you that you can do it. You can do it and there's a way to do it, right? And so follow these steps. We'll outline this in the show notes. So if you're listening in your car right now or while you're washing the dishes, know that you can go to the website and you can find these. Um, But just to quickly recap, number one, get to the bottom of why before how. Number two, lay the groundwork. Number three, do the work. So take action. Number four, go ugly early. And number five, regroup, refine, and re-execute. Love it. Um, let's pop in because we haven't done a fed and fit segment in a little bit. So I think we should squeeze one in there. And if you've hung out with us that long, you can hang out for another couple minutes. So, <laughs> Cassie, what do you got on deck for our fed segment this week? Oh, well, well, first of all, I want to say thank you guys for listening so long. Yes. It's really, we're like, well, we can do this topic in 30 minutes. No, it just never happens. I think we should just realize that we are just kind of an hour-long podcast as much as we try to make this 30 minutes it never we're st- works. We're staying nimble, right? We're taking Wait. our own advice. We're staying nimble and we're, we're going to reassess and re-execute as we go. Redefine, redefine. Yeah. Okay, so. Okay, so Fed. Um, so I just want to quickly go over what's in season now. Um, you go to the grocery store, the farmer's market, and you're wandering around. You might be wondering, like, you know, you've always probably heard that seasonal fruits and vegetables are the healthiest options out there, right? Because um, where you are in the world, whatever's available to you and that's able or available for harvest at that point in time mm-hmm. is you're kind of eating the way nature intended you to eat. And it just, it's a really yeah. sustainable model. Um, I won't go too far into it, but... Yeah. So what's and in- if we have any overseas listeners, we're talking about summer, the summer season. Sorry, yes, right. we're talking about yeah. summer season, exactly. This is <laughs> when, if you're listening further down the road, uh, we're in the middle of June, just so yes. you know. Yes. Um, okay, so what's in season right now for the summer uh, babies in June? Well, we've got, in the world of fruits, we have cherries are in season. So if you see cherries, the reason why they're on sale, especially organic um, and especially delicious right now is because they're in season. I'm on my second bag from Whole Foods. Oh my gosh, they're so good. <laughs> Yum. Um, peaches. Peaches are in season. If you are in Texas or Georgia, you know, we really pride ourselves on our peaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just planted two peach trees, by the way, Carissa. I'll have <gasps> maybe. Ooh. Yeah, I think we're going to name them uh, Merle and Meryl. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you guys are too cute. Killing me. I'm just a crazy person. Okay, summer squash <laughs> is in season right now, obviously. Avocados, cucumbers, beets, and strawberries. So, and, and a couple other berries. But yeah, so that's that's what's going on right now. This is also a great time, you guys, to buy fruit in bulk. If you do go to the farmer's market or you are at the grocery store and you're like, holy moly, I've never seen cherries, you know, organic cherries so affordable. Now is the time to buy five bags of them, take them home, pit the cherries, clean them, wash them, stick them in a bag, and stick them in your freezer. This is the time to do that so that you've yeah. got these in-season, you know, picked at the height of their season, fruits and vegetables ready for the future. Or you can just do like I've done this week and just uh, eat too many cherries. <laughs> That's an option, it's fine. too. <laughs> okay. Oh, that too much work. Um <laughs> Um, she overdosed on cherries. That's what happened to poor Carissa. Oh, um, there. Okay, so summertime, being that we're talking about what's in season now, for the fit segment, 
I just want to remind you guys, wherever you are, look for local free outdoor workouts. This is the time of year. You can find, so maybe you already have a gym membership you're paying for, that's fine, or maybe you don't, but everywhere there are local yoga classes and boot camp classes and different fun free outdoor activities that you you can find within your community you know um they're out there and it's a great way to get outside get that vitamin d meet new people and have fun so be on the lookout for those in your local park maybe you're just out for a walk one day and you happen to see a trainer working with two people that might be a free boot camp class. Go over and talk to them. Hey, what are you guys doing? <laughs> or you, know? you could, or I think of bridesmaids. Have y'all seen the movie Bridesmaids, where <laughs> oh they go goodness. they go to the park and um, there's a guy that's actually leading a boot camp and they're just they're just following it behind a tree, <laughs> right? So that they don't have to pay for it. Yeah, I, that's it's so hilarious. We're not suggesting that so necessarily, but that's yeah. definitely what came to mind. But I mean, it's just a great time of year to take advantage of that and to supplement your workouts, or maybe if you know, you're on a tight budget, it's a great time to, to find free workout classes. So definitely, definitely check those out in your local community because you can find them anywhere. Another thing, um, you know, when I was a personal trainer, I actually had, I think there was three girls that approached me and they were like, we'd really like to do something just with our friends. Um, but this is like our budget. This is what we're looking to do. What could we do? And I put together a special class for them that actually ended up, you know, being good money for me and it was affordable for them. So, you know, maybe you're in the gym and you know it's a trainer that you really like. Maybe get a couple of friends together and approach them and see if they're able to do something outside of the gym for you. I mean, there's so many ways you can get creative with getting training. So don't be afraid to ask. Awesome. Cool. Well, I think that just about wraps it up. We gave you guys another action-packed <laughs> podcast. If you made it all the way to the end, thank you Congratulations. so much. Congratulations. You a high five and a hug. There you go. <laughs> no, really, really appreciate your support as always. Um, and, you know, please, like we said before, keep us posted on your feedback. What is it, what is it that you're enjoying? What is it that you're not enjoying? Um, are you okay with the 50 minute plus podcasts or do you guys really want us to keep it under 30? So we, we are nimble and we will take your feedback. Um, and yes. please leave us an iTunes review. You guys, that helps us a lot because the more reviews that you leave, the more our podcast is made available to other folks who might be able to find what we're putting out there useful. Um, so it just puts us, uh, makes us more apparent in some search engines. So that's, that's the reason why that's valuable. And let us all know if you're on Periscope, let us know your name so we can follow you. And then let us know if you'd be interested in us doing, uh, a couple live, uh, fed and fit podcasts on Periscope. That'd be fun. So maybe a live, a live Periscope Q and a recorded podcast. Yep. That's an option. Very exciting. There's so So many possibilities. So many pot. Oh my gosh. I'm over the moon about Periscope and the business applications. You have no idea. My brain will not stop. <laughs> it's really fun. Um, but okay, cool. Well, awesome. cool. Thank you guys. Um, thanks again for listening and you guys have a wonderful week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye everybody.